Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. December 24th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Chris and I record our next podcast, Connecting Dots from Events Past. Hoping our sanity will last. Let's go protest. Raise our voices up strong. We explain what the country got wrong. Down the rabbit hole a bit. Having to deal with all this shit. Tell the folks at home what we're doing, Chris. We're making one great show. Your mom calls. Ah, pause. Enjoy our musical time machine. Welcome, folks, again to part two of the Rent episode of Talking Musical History Podcast. Yeah, we're back to talking about Rent again. Like, uh, uh, there's there's just like uh, um, the whole idea of the Rent musical. And, uh, uh, I, you know, we've talked about this tons of times where I've said, you know, people take musicals way too seriously. And they say, well, you know, Rent, uh, it's the whole theme of Rent and all the things that it's based on, you know, it just doesn't match uh, what people should really be feeling and it sort of like undermines its message and I'm like you know what um, thank goodness that that message is out there because you know in this country that message is barely ever seen being able to put a trans person in a main role is barely ever seen in a positive light right like that's that's that is something to point out in that same time period right we had what Austin Powers being uh, afraid of a transgender person that's been turned into a villain right what else oh the crying game right also like uh, like like making trans people negative villains when else when or where else have you seen that and and not to mention kiss of a spider woman oh geez you know yeah and 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 it's a real travesty that here we have kiss of a spider woman I am I I hate spiders in real life, but um, <laughs> you hate spiders in real life. I love and I would love to see that brought to the screen a real, honest, a real version, honest. A real version of it. Yeah, version. version of the musical version, and it was a hit on Broadway. Cheetah Rivera knocked their socks off and was phenomenal. Vanessa Williams stepped into the role and was uh, brilliant and amazing. You had a movie come out in the movie. I didn't see the movie, so I wish I could help you out a lot more. No, no, no. It was, it was um, Raul Julia, John Hurt. Yeah, they were Molina. And I remember watching this going, this is not what I expected. This is not what I expected. And it was just dry. It was like, there are some versions of Les Miserables that have been done that are just like boring. And it was like that. And there was, it was, it was good. I mean, the actors are great. I mean, Alfred Molina, I'm mean, not, not, not Alfred Molina. I'm combining people. Oh, Voltron's always fun. Well, <laughs> Alfred Molina <laughs> is awesome as well. Who's completely different, but it took some of the, um, 
transness away from the character. And it, by making it not a musical, you the, the music was part of why I loved the story. Yes, the, the novel was good. I read it in college, but it was it was meant to be a musical. And that, that does, like, and I think it does, would, that predates would the, would the Angel. Figaro, would the marriage of Figaro be as interesting as just a, as a, a drama? Hmm. Interesting. Like, cause I couldn't imagine like without like watching that without the music. There are certain things that when you separate the music, it's, it's like having a bagel without cream cheese. Oh God. <laughs> or butter. Or butter. Just a plain ordinary bagel. Not toasted. Not e- yeah, not even toasted. Ooh. You get the the bagel is the bagel. Hey, we're not even going to cut it in half for you. No. <laughs> Plain bagel. Plain there bagel. you go. <laughs> Just not no, gnawing it. Have fun. Something you could get at McDonald's. That's kind of how I felt. But, I mean, Angel in Rent was a revolutionary portrayal at the time. It just, it. I think it had some... It's 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 really important to have that representation. It's it's exactly like uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Bill Cosby's uh, show, like Bill Cosby and the Junkyard Gang. You know, like like Fat Albert. Yeah, Fat Albert. Rather, it's just like the show Fat Albert. Uh, um, Bill Cosby's Fat Albert and the Junkyard Gang. Um, uh, so he hates that show, and we all hate him. But uh, <laughs> he 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 hated that show because like he felt like there were like a bunch of racial stereotypes in it. But I would have to argue that, like, well, first off, it uh, I feel like it, it humanized people, it, like, overall. And also I feel like it, it created really great stories that people could relate to and think about. Uh, and is, was it the best representation of black people or, like, anything that? No, of course not. But you have to have these sort of breakthrough things in this very oppressive society. Like, I don't think, I don't think people agree, like, like, realize how we're still kind of like teetering on what we are deciding what this society is going to be like. 30 years ago. There's a part of me that will, that that loves rent and loves the message of rent grew up with rent and rent was a part of my coming out story. I have um, references like information, knowledge, like Fender guitar. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty popular brand in the United States. Uh, and, and, you know, guitar centers are all over the, the country and whatnot. I looked up how much they are. Okay. Okay. No, I'm, 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 I'm now, now you've piqued my curiosity because I don't know that. How much, how much is a Fender guitar? They start at $180 and then they go up to $1,650. $1,650. Nah, that's not that much. I thought it was going to be much more interesting. Mm-hmm. I am answering machine. Yeah, because of the time period. Answering machines aren't really around. I mean, Fender Guitars, dude, yeah. is a music instrument. It's not like like it disappeared from the face of the planet. <laughs> what are you talking? Fender Guitar. Get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> but an answering machine, yes, of course we should talk about an answering machine, right? Not everybody has experienced a life with an answering machine. Maybe you were born before uh, 1990 and you do not know what an answering machine is. Before we all had cell phones, we used to have these machines that had little tapes in them. And when people called and you didn't answer, the machine picked up and had a pre-recorded message. Think of it as pre-voicemail on your phone. There have been so many songs about like 
like leaving your your message on an answering machine like in you know pre pre voicemail days so i guess it really you know people still have that kind of experience but like you know that you you people used to pay <laughs> pay for answering machine messages what pay for answering machine messages like you know like uh, um paying to have like specialty ones made i did not know of isn't this that, isn't that crazy I knew about answering machines, obviously, but I didn't know about the. Yeah, no, like, well, you know, if 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 you can if you can sell it, America. <laughs> yeah, the, the, not the actual message itself, but the greeting part. I should say, I shouldn't say selling a uh, message, but more like selling a greeting. So, like, you can have like a. a... You mean like you could have a celebrity say, "Hi, you've reached the the Wilkins." They're not home right now, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like or or, or like this is Optimus Prime. New reason, <laughs> you know, like something like, oh. like, like <laughs> yeah. So, uh, oh, oh, and so in 1935, Willie Mueller invented the world's first automatic answering machine. It was a three foot tall machine, popular with Orthodox Jews. I don't know why that's important. Who were forbidden to answer the phone on the Sabbath? Now that's why it's important. I was waiting for that line. <laughs> that's why an answering machine. Was made that's awesome that is awesome um did you know that well everybody knows about the sabbath part <laughs> so so you so as soon as i said uh that they were an orthodox jew you knew why the answering machine was made is that I what you're saying guess. oh wow all right that's cool <laughs> that's cool i mean that makes sense yeah i, I mean you're, you're in that mindset um then in uh, 1960 the answer phone the answer phone mm. uh, created by inventor Kazuo Hashimoto of uh, Phonetel was the first answering machine sold in the U.S. in 1971. PhoneMate introduced one of the first commercially viable answering machines, the Model 400. It weighed 10 pounds and held 20 messages on a reel-to-reel. And so, so what people would do is like they'd have like tapes. You could get a tape mm -hmm. uh, recording of like an answering machine message. I didn't just pop it in because they use the, the, the tapes. <laughs> uh, technology. <laughs> You've come a long way. <laughs> digital delay. Do you want to talk about what a digital delay is? Sound mixing equipment, analog to digital converter. Because Mark tries to fix uh, audio equipment. Video and audio, like, you know, that's... Uh, what digital delay can cause feedback, right? Or it can be just like a rever reverberation. And that's why, oh, reverberation, Maureen, and it like echoes. Like, and, the, and there's like a box, like a, like a, uh, like a pedal box. Audio, audio equipment is so much fun. I mean, like, uh, you know, here, here we are with this like incredibly loud fan uh, uh, playing during our awesome podcast, but you know, uh, uh, you know, Real, real, real top end <laughs> sound recording uh, uh, can be a really, really beautiful and lovely thing. And we'll come back to this next two. This involves our topic that we're going to talk more about, AIDS and AZT. So after oh, we get through the references. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, um, yeah, whenever you're ready to have that AIDS um, conversation, I'm ready to have that AIDS conversation. Like, no, because like, like, I think there's like this incredible correlation between the AIDS and the COVID and and the Legionnaire. We don't have to do that right now because there's also a housing thing that we probably should talk about as well. Yes. The housing part so of rent. Well, and also like when I was a kid, okay, when I was like a young, you know, teenager listening to this as it came out, I didn't know all these references. I did. Um, <laughs> stash. Like a mustache? No, no, no. Like drugs oh, of heroin oh a drug stash you need to watch more like uh uh, uh, uh cop dramas illin 
uncool or unrelaxed. Uh, the word does exist, and people have used it in the past. Yeah, so <laughs> License to Ill, Beastie Boys, um, great record, a lot of a lot of fun. Ooh, let's see, let's 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 learn about uh, uh things, uh, cause like like honestly, no one uses the word ill anymore. But like, uh, I would strongly suggest listening to uh some Beastie Boys, awesome music, cause License to Ill, even though that that music is like thirty years old. Well, and there's a really nice documentary on Apple TV Plus about Beastie Boys as well. That's really cool. <laughs> Sleep till Brooklyn. No, sleep till Brooklyn. Those are hardworking motherfuckers, dude. They're they're hardworking motherfuckers. It's a very interesting documentary, and I'm not the biggest Beastie Boys fan. Illin. Yeah, the, the the you know like uh, license to ill. You, you see, the B, the BC boys are very self aware of their own Chillin', Im- Illin. image. Chilling, illin, minding my business. <laughs> like I've heard it. Yeah, no, I I mean you know like it, it's 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 it is a it's a it's it's a it's a password, right? The Cat Scratch Club was not actually a real place, but possibly based off of the Cat Club as a nod by Larson on the 13th street where bowie performed a few times spike lee we did already talk about him yeah, yeah we talked about spike lee so, we talked about how he made yeah. eight films uh, over the course and seven was and yeah we talked about that doc martens doc martens are typically brown boots don't, don't people generally know what doc martens are the reason why they're in there is they're synonymous with butch footwear code for like lesbians um or at least when i was aware of them i'll put it that way um in the 90s the only women that typically had doc martens were butch women or butch lesbians uh, doc martin was founded in 1947 by the way it, it signifies that joanne is a stud that's the reason why they are referenced in rent yeah i mean that yeah it's it's super cliche but yeah well <laughs> you, you didn't hear the original to tango maureen Oh, that's fair. Um, that being said, you know, um, like, it's okay for musicals to be cliche. I kind of think it's their job. It's a musical. <laughs> a bright and happy musical. Right, 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 right. Keep it happy. Keep it snappy. Keep it gay. You know, like, it, it, yeah. there, there's a reason, like, you know, like, uh, uh, Hamlet won't bomb if he winds up with mom. Like, <laughs> come on. We, we all understand how a musical is supposed to be. And we will be covering that as well. Yeah, no, we definitely have to look at the producers. Bustello. Cafe Bustele. Strong caffeinated Cuban coffee. You can find it in your local grocery. And that is partially why... We keep a can around. It's for rent sentimental value. I mean, yeah, everyone knows Marlboro, Captain Cruncher, Stoli. No, I think you should talk about Captain Crunch. I think Captain Crunch is a, a fascinating topic, actually. I don't know. Like, what what, 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 what was Captain Crunch's, uh, uh, what, what was, like, was it significant? I believe like, it is yeah. junk food. That's why they're all named is Bustello, Marlboro, um, really, Captain Crunch, really and Stolen. Here's actually Marlboro, something um really Captain really Crunch significant of all these things that you're 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 sort of talking about right now. It's really significant that a musical specifically that is like mentioning all these name brand things, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. uh like Guys and Dolls isn't like well no is it is it no Guys and Dolls is like that Mindy's right? Mini Mindy's cheesecake. All right, Little Shop of Horrors. 
Between our frozen dinner and our bedtime night of pain, we'd snuggle watching Lucy on a big, enormous 12-inch screen. Oh my gosh. Picture out of better homes. It is necessary for a musical to cellophane, right? Like, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, you're the top. You're the, the, the Coliseum. You're the... Uh, blow, Gabriel, blow. <laughs> like this all sounds very like sexual, it's really hilarious. But it happens on a on a on a cruise ship. It happens on a cruise ship, and then there's a a character that is a a mobster that's like trying to hide um their identity on the ship. And then there's another guy who like falls in love with the the like this dancer I think that's on the ship, like a, some Hollywood star. Anything goes. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah, like even even that that main song, right? Like they're just naming, like topical things, right? So I guess that's a really important part of like yeah, musicals. Yeah, it keeps it topical and keeps people's engaging. Well, then that means musicals should pro probably be always be period, depending on the topic. Yeah, I mean, would you really be able to like update anything goes to like like exist in 2020 you probably could what would that look like i haven't really thought about it but you probably could <laughs> i like that musical though it was it's a it was a it was a fun uh time to produce in the university of miami i'll tell you what i i you know like uh <laughs> frivolous musicals <laughs> i mean i get it <laughs> however it's fun and chris and kevin will be right back after this quick commercial break and we will continue to just delve into more of the references in this shorter episode of Talking Musical History, talking about Rent. Welcome back, folks. Here we go. MIT, Massachusetts Institute of Technology, world famous with some alumni like Kofi Annan and Benjamin Netanyahu, Prime Minister of Israel, and... Will Smith. That's an interesting set of people to say in a row. I, you, know, <laughs> I, you know, I those are some I thought were were interesting and notable. There were obviously more, but Akita. Akita is a large fifty to ninety pound dog, originally from the mountains of Japan. Mercuochrome. Mercuochrome was an old antiseptic that contained mercury. Ew, no, 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 no. <laughs> so is now off the market. Yeah, that needed to happen. Now, <laughs> that is interesting because it is in a, in a like current, is referenced in a current musical. It sounds like Angel put mercuochrome on Collins after he got beat up. That's what it sounds like when put into the context. Ted Koppel, famous ABC newsman who was born February 8th, so another Aquarian, 1940. <laughs> you want to date him or something? No, I just, I, as, as, as an Aquarian, and he was born 20 years earlier than Jonathan Larson. Really? I thought they were the same age. And, and, and he is still alive. One of the good ones. Good, good that you're alive. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a, uh, Hold on, yeah. Let's 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 talk about Ted Koppel or, for a minute. No, 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 no. We're gonna talk about Ted Koppel. Let's go down the rabbit hole of Ted Koppel. I mean, other than being conservative, I don't think there's really anything. 
Right, he's not a Fox News guy. No. All right, no, Ted Koppel's a pretty decent guy, I guess. I like, I, I just don't know, like, you know, like, uh, uh, I've listened to some of his reporting, and sometimes I feel like he's just a little bit too conservative sounding. But like overall, he seems to be a a, a pretty decent guy. Well, no, 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 like, like he he um like I mean not that conservative, but like you know he yeah because like uh, um he's definitely like a conduit for government's point of view. Um, and and definitely like speaks in a manner fa- favorable conservatives. Even though it very it very well seems like like he he would uh, you know lean in a different way because like you know he his uh, no 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 not his grandparents his parents his parents escaped Nazi Germany oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like that that's 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 crazy right and then and then like uh, um he actually like uh, um stayed home with the kids while his wife went to uh, get her PhD. Like, that's that's a really cool kind of guy. But, you know, like, uh, uh, why, why are you keeping up the status quo, bruh? Like, he campaigned for Richard Nixon. I mean, like, it's so, that's, that's it, it's just so confusing. Heidegger. Martin Heidegger was a German philosopher. He is best known for contributions to, to phenomenology. Phenomenology, do 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 do. Phenomenology, do 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 do. Phenomenology, do 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 do. But up, but up, but up, but up, but up, but up, but up. Phenomenology, do 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 do. The science of phenomenon as indistinct from the that of nature of being. This this approach concentrates on the study of consciousness and the objects of direct experience so german philosopher guy existentialism as well Sachs, Sachs fifth avenue luxury department store founded in 1867 that's an old store bohemia a place for socially unconventional people especially one who is involved in the arts or largest western historical region in Czech Republic is where it originates. Oh, really? The Czech Republic? I didn't know that. Calcutta, now called Kolkata, the capital of India's West Bengal state, made famous by Mother Teresa, and although it is known for the arts and literature, it is also very poor. The average house of five earns just $34 a month. Yeah, you know, and that's... uh sort of the sad thing I, I like honestly like like that's uh um what i feel like rent is kind of supposed to be about is like how how society isn't being cared for mm-hmm. um and like uh, uh how important it is to be to care for one another and to fight for one another and like work together um like i think that's sort of the main theme of rent and the village voice knew that over 50 years ago now when they were one of the first publications to cover Stonewall in New York City. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. It seems articles. Yeah, um, like, in the, it, it's just really important, like, A, to record history like that, right? Like, because we have to remember what happened and, and, like, try to be different and try to be better. Maya Angelou, prolific African-American poet and civil rights activist. Amazing woman who will forever have changed the narrative the the uh, the american experience american my friend experience, yeah. yeah like you know she's she's had more of like an effect on all of us i think it was chris rock who you can say said like uh, um 
the neighborhood that he lives in is filled with like doctors and dentists and lawyers. Mm -hmm. And he had to become an international star to live in it. And we will talk more about the rent being too high. No, the rent is too damn high. Sontag was Susan Sontag, a lesbian feminist essay philosopher. Susan Sontag, she is brilliant, definitely. Read her if you get the chance. That wrote the first novel. Her first novel was The Benefactor in 1963 and AIDS, AIDS and Its Metaphors, 1989. Sondheim, Stephen Sondheim, the godfather of all musicals, post Rodgers and Hammerstein, who he learned from as well. We talked about that in now a couple podcasts of ours. Allen Ginsberg was a Jewish gay political writer of poetry mainly who helped form the Beat Generation. Favorite line from his, America, I've given you all and now I'm nothing. From his poem, America, that I first heard on The Simpsons as a child. <laughs> I mean, the Simpsons were really influential in my life, too. So I get it. I definitely get it. Dylan, Bob Dylan, Beat Generation, counterculture music legend, wins, they are changing. Cunningham and Cage, John Cage and Merche Cunningham, who were artistic male sweethearts, as a choreographing Cunningham for the choreography and music by Cage as a pair. Lenny Bruce, as you can see in Marvelous Miss Maisel, he was a comedian satirist who was known for his open style and talking about issues like sex and religion and politics. Langston Hughes, a revolutionary African-American writer born February 1st, 1902. Great poet, great writer, terrific work. Known for activism that shone through with poems, novels, plays, and columns, leader of the Harlem Renaissance, and was gay but had to hide it. I did not know that about Langston Hughes. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, like, and that that's, like, it doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't... Doesn't take away from his work, his yeah. Work, work. His yeah. work is beautiful. Uta Hagen was a German-American actress who originated the role of Martha in Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, along with Paul Robeson, was in Hollywood's Blacklist and was later honored with two Tony Awards for a play and lifetime achievement. Buddha, a philosopher who started a major world's religion in ancient India of Buddhism. Pablo Neruda, most important Chilean Latin poet of the 20th century, awarded the Nobel Peace Prize. Trisexuals are either third gender meaning trans before it was like really a word that caught on or able to try anything sexually it had like a double meaning when they put it in rent Wee herman paul rubin's character he played as camp on his show and movies as a unwittingly gay icon yeah it's one of the things I, i've noticed when i'm in like gay scenes in chicago there sometimes like in the background there's Pee-wee's Big Adventure Plane or Pee-wee's Big Pl or Pee-wee's Playhouse. But didn't they like a, do like a dirty version where he like has like mirrors on his shoes and he's like looking up people's skirt? I didn't say that he was gay himself. <laughs> well, yeah, but if if that's supposed to be the character of Pee-wee Herman, why would you depict him doing that? Camp. Huh? Camp. You you can still have gay icons 
being in completely heterosexual situations. <laughs> Fair enough. Just like you can have heterosexuals being in gay situations. Yeah. Fair enough. Gertrude Stein, feminist, poet, novelist, and playwright, born February 3rd, 1874, also hid her sexuality at the Times with fellow writer Alice B. Toklas. Antonioni Bertolucci, as in Michelangelo, Anatoni, and Bernardo Bertolucci, famous directors of art cinema from Italy. The next one, I think you'll probably have something to say about. <laughs> Who knows? Akira Kurosawa, well-regarded Japanese film director. I, don't, I only know him from references and songs. Oh, really? What songs? This one and... Um, yeah, obviously this one. But what, what you said songs... Kurosawa out of man films, cattle make films, but if they did have a samurai... That's the only time I know Kurosawa. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, uh, super acclaimed director that, like, you know, uh, uh, Steven Spielberg loves and, like, you know, like uh, Sidney Lumet loves and, like, you know, he, he, he's, he's in the, uh, you know, the uh, we, we, we worship you as a, a director, Mr. Uh, 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 level of filmmaking. And that's... You know, that's pretty cool. Camina Burana was an opera in 1930s taken from 24 poems written by Carl Orff. Oh, yeah. We sing that in choir. So, so like, uh, uh, um, you know, uh, Fortune is Against Us, right? Uh, uh, Carmina Burana. Like uh, when I graduated from high school, uh, the choir Huron sang this song, and I always thought to myself, "Gee, that doesn't sound like the best song to sing when someone graduates." But I guess you know Donald Trump was going to be president, so here we are. Vaclav Havel, a Czech writer of plays, essays, and memoirs, becoming the first president of Czech Republic in 1993 to 2003, after the fall of Czechoslovakian. He was the first president. Sex Pistols, a punk rock band started in London in 1975, helped change popular music. 8BC, New York City nightclub between 1983 and 85, that was a performance space and art gallery. Well, folks, you will have to come back for another episode part. This will be a third part series with Rent. Yeah, definitely. We're going to have a, a, a little bit more to talk about. Like we, like we said, we're going to uh, revisit talking about um, the AIDS epidemic. We're going to uh, talk a, a bit more about like how uh, America in general uh, 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 sort of confronts the idea of an epidemic, uh, specifically around um, AIDS, coronavirus, and uh, the Legionnaires outbreak uh, from Flint. They, and they all have very strong similarities. We're also going to talk about how, like, uh, um, in this sort of ridiculous crisis, we're not, we're still not able to, uh, um, sort of properly care and house for people. So definitely going to talk about uh, homelessness in America, and we're going to talk about like, uh, um, just the the regular cost of housing. Did you know, by the way, that there are more houses available than there are like homeless people in America? It doesn't have to be a problem. And we are going to talk more about that in part three of the Rent episode 
of Talking Musical History Podcast. Yes, and and the rent is too damn high party. See you back next time with Talking Musical History Podcast. I'm Kevin. I'm Chris. Boom, 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 December 24th, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Chris and I record our next podcast, Connecting Dots from Events Past. Hoping our sanity will last. Let's go protest. Raise our voices up strong. We, we explain what, what the country, country got wrong. Down the rabbit hole a bit. Having to deal with all this shit. Tell the folks at home what we're doing, Chris. We're making one great show. Your mom calls. Ah, pause. Enjoy our, our musical, musical time, time machine. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.